Welcome to Beyond the Hill, reaching beyond the walls of Pleasant Hill Christian Church with real talk, with real people, about real life, encouraging you in your day-to-day walk with Jesus. And now your host, Pastor Trevor King. Hello world and welcome back to Beyond the Hill, where we have real talk with real people about real life. I hope you are enjoying the month of April, and uh, I hope you're excited for the end of the school year and the summer to come. I know Bruce is pumped about the school year to be over. Woo-hoo. He's got a lot of uh, camping trips, maybe, or just some things to, to look forward to. I am excited as well, and uh, I'm also excited because I get to spend some time with uh, our magician, I call him, Bruce, and uh, he spends a great amount of time on uh, the production of this podcast, and I am truly thankful for all that he does, and I hope and I pray that you will also uh, receive some blessings from his wisdom and from his experience. And tonight we're going to tackle something that um, it may be, I would say, almost an epidemic in the Church of America today, and it's the idea of casual Christianity. Steps on a lot of toes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is something that you may walk a little bit differently <laughs> after listening. Um, Bruce, let me just ask you. Let's let's just be real with the people here. You know, we've got maybe ten listeners, hundred listeners. Who knows? <laughs> maybe a thousand. Uh, Might just be one listening <laughs> over and over. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they listen on their phone. They're fans. Uh, yeah, and they and they listen. Try to start at every hour and get distracted. Or how many or devices do you have? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got five in my house, there so there's five of our listeners. <laughs> but let's just be real with them. Um, let me ask you, and then you ask me. Have you ever been a casual Christian? Um, I'm going to say if you answer no, I never have been, you might be pulling your own leg. Um, I, I think at one time we've all started there or been there or you know I'm thinking about my own life when you know coming up so strong in in the faith and my parents and then when I got out of my own I probably became a casual Christian and and um, I, you know I don't know that I'm a hundred percent there now um, but I'm trying yeah there's always room to go so Trevor uh, in your many years of <laughs> of wisdom have you ever oh been, man <laughs> have you ever been a casual casual I have, I have heard many other things and not that <laughs> um yes i have been now now let's if we were to take it even a little bit deeper we would probably have to evaluate whether we were a christian or not let's i mean you know, let's be real. Like, sure. are you really a Christian if you live just casually worshiping Jesus or on your terms? And I think that I would have to answer with, yes, I have been a casual Christian because, as I would say, every person listening to this, we have always wanted to worship Jesus on our terms and Him abide by our terms. Right? I mean, have you ever been in that position? So you're saying I don't want to go to church this Sunday because... Uh, the Super Bowl's on. Yeah. Um, it doesn't fit my schedule. Maybe I'm only going to show up on funerals, weddings, um, Easter, um, something like that. 
it, you know that that would be on your terms yeah or maybe um, whenever we hit rock bottom that's when Jesus hears from us you know we lose our job or our marriage is spinning out of control things couldn't get any worse and that's kind of when we finally say oh Jesus I need help you know and he's been there the whole time saying I'm here I'm here I'm here I'm here I'm here if, if Lord if you get me out of this <laughs> if, you, if you don't let this whatever it is happens I, I'll be a better Christian I'll, I'll I'll give you everything yeah we've all tried to make deals with God before I would think yeah I, you know yeah. uh God, if you can get me this job or that lotto number or the Powerball on my ticket, maybe stretching it a little far if, there. If you'll let this loan go through for this new truck. Yeah, yeah. You know, if if you'll do this. And, I mean, even some of our deals have been maybe good deals. If you heal my husband or my father from cancer, I'll follow you more. But that all roots back to the same uh, foundation of casual Christianity and what we're going to do tonight is we're going to discuss some things that maybe leads into casual Christianity and some results that we see. A couple of things that you mentioned earlier were that um, if we were to consider ourselves casual casual Christians, uh, we would actually be more of a goer than a follower. Can you expand a little bit on the going part? Maybe, you know, going to the church as we were talking about earlier rather than being the church? So, going to the church is, you know, going on Sundays, or, or maybe it's not every Sunday, maybe it's every other Sunday, or once once a month, or or maybe on, you know, show up on Easter and Christmas, um, going and, and listening to the pastor preach, and just half listening, thinking about something that, that's at home, you're there in body, but not in spirit or mind. Uh, a follower would be someone who who is there actively engaged and and has their heart open and and they're not thinking about what's for lunch or or I wonder what the score is now or man he's preaching a long time I wish he'd hurry up and have you ever said that Bruce um yeah um I have <laughs> every week to no, about me <laughs> no uh, and and yeah and that's that's the deal when your heart's not in the right place yes you know that's you know, I hate to say that, but but I guess you know, it, yeah. If your heart's not in the right place, sitting in that pew and, and wishing the preacher'd hurry up and shut up, because um, <laughs> you got better things to do, right? Because you got better on things your to turn. do. It's it's my time. It's it's me. You know, and and you said it a couple of weeks ago in in one of your churches, or one of your churches, one of your sermons. You have many churches. Uh, <laughs> yeah. About I can barely run one. <laughs> <laughs> um, the sermon you were talking about, and and I, you know your words better than I do, but you were talking about um, sitting in church for an hour and fifteen minutes, and and you know God was on the cross and He gave it all, or Jesus was on the cross and gave it all, and and we're not thankful enough. Yeah, you know the where you were going with that, I think rooted in the comments I said that. Um, the more we love something, the steeper the cost is. You know, Jesus gave it all completely. And uh, we have the pleasure of reading this story and, um, you know, seeing it 2,000 years later. And that was the cost for people like you and me. God loved us so much that He sent His Son and 
Isaiah 53.10 said, because I, I remember mentioning it in that same sermon, I believe, that it was the will, will of the Lord to crush him. So to see his son crushed on a cross was the price to pay to reconcile a, a relationship with us and him. And, I mean, I've been there before where it's an hour and ten minutes, and I'm thinking, okay, we've got to get out of here any minute now because I have stuff to do. This is my only day off. Or maybe I've got a busy week this week, and I need some alone time. Or down The roast time. is burning. Yeah, the roast is burning, and, you know, uh, kickoff is just around the corner. By the time I get home and get lunch going, I'm going to miss the first quarter of the game or you know, the, the few first laps of the race or the basketball game, whatever it is. And uh, we all we all struggle with this casual approach to Christianity. <clears throat> and and something that we what, have to... What's your definition of... Sorry. What's your definition of casual Christianity? You asked me that earlier. Yeah, I would say that um, it's someone that worship, worships Jesus in their own convenience. Good or bad. You know, I mentioned earlier when we hit rock bottom, that's when we cry out to God. Or maybe somebody hits the power ball and says, thank you, thank you, Father. You know, I really needed that. Or they get the new job. And then that's when God hears whenever they get a new job where things go good for them. And, and it's on their own terms. And if we were to be honest, we all live by our own convenience and our terms. And, you know, you've mentioned earlier something about being in a situation and, and kind of making a deal with God. Like, if you can get me out of this situation, uh, I'll give you all. I'll truly surrender this habit or that lifestyle that holds me back. And, and this is what I would say to people who are, are living in those deal-making ways with the Lord. God may not always want to bring you out of situations, but He may want to be changing your perspective in them. So if you're trying to say to God, if you can just bring this situation to pass, if you can just heal my mom, or if you can just restore my marriage, then I'll give you all. And he may be trying to attack your heart right there in the minute or, or in the moment and in the middle of all of that going on and really change your perspective. And, you know, whenever we discuss this casual Christian uh, lifestyle, I, I think it all also the, the result is, is we see a lifestyle of hypocrisy. And the Greek word that's translated into hypocrite in the uh, the account of the Gospels was a uh, Greek idea of role-playing in a theater and uh, being an actor and just taking a mask off to play one character, or put a mask on to play one character, taking that mask off and putting another mask on. It would kind of be like me and you playing a, a movie for someone and I play Batman and Robin and Superman all in the same movie by just changing my mask and wanting to be a certain thing or person in front of some people. And I think we all have certain masks, don't you think? So like a church mask, uh, a Saturday night mask, uh, a work mask. Yeah, you know, and driving in front of a cop mask, you yeah. know, phone goes down or, or however people drive. He yeah. sits on the front row once anymore. Yeah, I know the chief police. we got to be careful. <laughs> Um, but I think that we all have many masks, like you just mentioned. And it's really interesting to see what Jesus said about uh, hypocrites. And in Matthew chapter 6, we see that Jesus addresses prayer. And he says, When you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogue and at the street corners, that they may be seen by others. 
Okay, catch that last phrase there, that they may be seen by others. And then he talks about fasting. And he says, and when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces, that their fasting may be seen by others. And it's really interesting that two of the things that we do um, that other people can see, if we're not careful, we will follow the life of hypocrisy. And, and the reason I want to attach that or connect hypocrisy and Christian um, or casual Christianity is this, is that trying to be a casual Christian on our own terms on Sunday morning or Wednesday night or whatever event is it's all about putting off this false perception of ourselves. And I know that you probably know people personally that have put off a false perception of themselves. And truthfully, I think that whenever we do it, we're actually robbing ourselves more than we are the people around us. I can see that, yeah. Because we're missing out on a true, genuine, real life with Jesus. Um, you know, what's this podcast say we are? Uh, real people? Yeah. Doing what? Real talk? Yeah, about real life. Yeah, so, <clears throat> you know, sometimes it's okay to understand that your day-to-day walk with Jesus isn't always going to be perfect. And yes, you may want to be a Christian and truly follow Jesus, but you also struggle with addictions or hobbies or habits that kind of prevent you from growing closer to Jesus. So what I'm saying is, just because you're not perfect doesn't mean you can't follow Jesus. And my, I guess my challenge for us all to do would to stop just trying to put on masks and allow other people to see us. And don't you think that whenever we, uh, whenever we do things at the church, um, do you think that some people view it as if God sees us doing that and then forgets everything else that we've done? You know, maybe throughout the week we lived all for us. Friday night, Saturday night looked nothing like Sunday morning. And because we're there... Everything's like okay. God's God's saying, "All right, everything's you know everything's good to go now." So, um, isn't that what some people get confused about grace and and thinking that well, if if I repent, you know, you know that all goes away. So, uh, you know, I, it lessens it lessens what they've done. It it they try to minimize you know, the the other side. You know, and, and living a, a lifestyle before being in the ministry and truly surrendered to Christ, I can remember going to church with people that if I saw them walk into church today, I would kind of fall over, you know, yeah. like, really, what are you doing here? Um, and I'm not being judgmental, just I know how they live and what they do. But I can remember them always wanting to go to church on Sunday, and I would always ask, why are we going to church? I mean, our life looks nothing like it. And they say, oh, all we got to do is just just pray on Sunday. Like, just ask for forgiveness on Sunday. We're good the rest of the week. And what I've realized is that it that could be the epidemic that we see in the American church today, is that we have a poor understanding of surrender and submission to Jesus. Lukewarm. Lukewarm. Well, <clears throat> what is so scary about lukewarm to you? that that person is are they truly a christian have they truly accepted god into their heart um because you can't be lukewarm 
Yeah, and don't you think that a lukewarm person is going to show you that they have? I mean, it's going to appear that they have. Sure. And you'll perceive that. And, you know, I think I shared with you uh, just a bit ago that perception isn't always reality. And I was always told while in the military that perception is reality. What we see is what it is. But the reality in in the church today and in our own hearts and our own lives is that what other people see isn't always the case. No, certainly not. You know, there's there's many news stories that can can prove that. And and I've come to understand that I believe and correct me if I'm wrong or agree with me if I'm right, which sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. When but you push it. <laughs> um, but. But this is what I what I think is true about us as American people today. We are more concerned about our reputation than our integrity. I thought maybe you were going to say we're more worried about our reputation than our salvation. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but I, I say integrity because that shows our reputation is what other people see and our integrity is what we really are. And if our integrity is horrible and our true character is horrible, but we have a good reputation, man, we're going to just continue to fuel that fire and do whatever it's needing to be done to get and stay at that point. But our judges here on earth that we have the integrity with is not the judge that matters. Yeah, and that's where it comes down to because our reputation is with other people. Our integrity is with the Lord. So he sees our heart. He sees our motives. He understands the truth about us and every bit of our being. But other people perceive other things. And, and that's what this casual Christianity hypocrisy idea gets to is because some people go to church on a weekly basis and maybe 45 to 48 times a year even. Like that's a pretty good number, pretty good attendance. And that's 48 days out of the year, probably at the most. But the For other, an hour or hour and 15 minutes? Yeah, and, and never for an hour and a half. <laughs> like, you know. Preacher to be fired. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, they, they go for 48 days a year, but the rest of the year, their life reflects nothing of Jesus. And what I want our listeners to understand is that when you truly understand the price that was paid for us, we cannot help but to truly surrender. Like, we must surrender to Him. You know, you read about the the rich young ruler that wanted to know about eternal life, and Jesus said to just simply give all of His things, sell them, and give them to the poor. And um, He was unwilling to do that. And I think that so many people struggle with certain lifestyles or habits or addictions, and they're not willing to get rid of them. And what they do to justify that is to put on this persona or wear this mask that other people sees as a Christian. And that's my fear for the Church of America in 2019. I'm just being honest. Um, I don't know if you have any other you know, thoughts about the, the mask that we wear. But I really believe that it has become an epidemic in our church. I believe so. And and you can kind of see it in social media. I mean, people put things things out there. You were just talking about, or we were talking about the hour and 15 minutes or hour and a half uh, in a church on Sunday. And uh, if you do a little bit of math, that's point zero 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 one nine. 
is that is that is that a follower or is that a casual Christian if that's if that's the amount of time you give to Jesus yeah yeah and that's for the week that's yeah yeah so that one hour and 15 minutes let's say uh, which seems like a long time maybe if the sermon is boring and dry um, or, or jokes are bad yeah the, the uh, preacher humor is bad um, but you've always told me you we have first class preacher humor at Pleasant Hill that's what you've always told me well he cracked a good one a couple weeks ago <laughs> He had the whole church laughing at that one. Yeah, let's not go there. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, that's such a slow, slim percentage of our week. And uh, sometimes we believe that just by checking that box off that, that God is pleased and everything's good. But, but what I we have to Easter sunrise service. Yeah, yeah, we made sunrise service. And then, you know, at Pleasant Hill, we also have the Slacker 9 o'clock service. And uh, <laughs> for those that aren't able to make sunrise. But what I want our listeners to really focus on is... To, to kind of like look at the life that we live. And are you a Monday through Sunday follower of Jesus, or are you a follower when it's convenient? Because then you wouldn't actually be a follower, you would be a fan. Jesus said, in order to be my disciple, you must take up your cross daily and follow me. So it's daily, daily, one, daily. One, one way is going to get you in hell, and one way is going to get you in heaven. Yeah, and it's that lukewarm feeling that you were talking about earlier. So many people ride the fence of casual Christianity, and what we don't want people to do is to ride the fence. So we want you, as the listener of this podcast, to examine your own heart, your own life, and see just how you live. Do you live casually worshiping the Lord and comfortably living in sin? Or are you completely and wholeheartedly surrendering to Him daily and following Him? And if you would be on, if you were to be honest with yourself and say, you know what, I've been a casual Christian, I haven't been completely committed to Him, I've done it on my own terms, my own convenience, then I would challenge you right now in this moment to just ask God to forgive you, and He will forgive you, and to ask Him to maybe provide people around you, or maybe you need to get into a church that will hold you accountable and encourage you. Um, also ask Him for the strength and the power to surrender daily and to empower you to walk by the Spirit. And, and that would be what I would encourage you to do. And, you know, before we close up again, I just want to ask you um, if you would share this podcast with your family, with your friends, with on your Facebook page. <clears throat> Bruce does a wonderful job on this production, and he said it, you know, a couple of times before that this could be your chance of sharing the good news with somebody. You may know someone who is up and down on the roller coaster of Christianity in their own life and needs to completely surrender to Him. So if you're listening to this, I ask you to share it with your family, friends. And if you're also looking for a way to grow in your faith, I encourage you to subscribe not just to this podcast, but to our sermons at Pleasant Hill Christian Church podcast feed where you will receive a message every week that will encourage you in your day-to-day walk with Jesus. God bless.